Anyone claiming that America's economy is in decline is peddling fiction. I've abandoned free market principles to save the free market system. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Raising the debt ceiling does not increase our debt. It does not somehow promote profligacy. I know words have the best words. Nobody knows the system better than me, which is why I alone can fix it. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Peddling Fiction Podcast. I, of course, am your host, the voice and soul of so-called fiction, uh, Johnny Profita, and back with me after a brief hiatus. We are late with this week's episode. You know, it's funny because uh, I, I was I was doing my beach walk on Monday. Justin Hill, Billy Boy Campbell, by the way. Not hill, not to be confused with the hilly Billy boy who was on Twitter for about 36 hours. But I'm I'm doing my my beach walk Monday, and I'm like, oh shit, we got a show tomorrow. What should we talk about? Because there wasn't a whole lot going on in the news up until about Monday night. And then yeah, you know, I take a break from the phone. I watch the sunset. You know, have dinner, whatever. And then I and then I I go on Twitter, and like the whole fucking world has exploded. What so what has been I know we're we're a few days late now. And of course, as soon as I'm, you know, we have the perfect episode lined up for Tuesday. Justin's like, oh, I can't do it Tuesday. It's like, OK, can you do it tomorrow? Uh, yeah. And then, oh, no, I can't do it tomorrow. <laughs> so here we are. It's Thursday afternoon, but it's been good because it's been giving me some time to really there's a lot to unpack here with the whole Roe v. Wade thing. And then underneath that, it looks like Pfizer took uh, saw an opportunity to dump a bunch of very suspect data on us um, that they're hoping the American people aren't going to see because the vast majority of American people are just a bunch of fucking seals and they are so distracted by Roe v. Wade and their um, inability to grasp what the Supreme Court is and what their role should be that they're not even going to notice all the Pfizer data that we can get into later. But I guess as far as you are concerned, Justin Hill, Billy Boy Campbell, what is the, what do you find most interesting about this, this leak from the Supreme court? The timing of it is probably the most interesting thing because like you did mention the, the Pfizer stuff was coming out and that that's, that's actually a scheduled release. Like they are, they are required to release x amount of information every month so now i think it was i think it was uh a more i think maybe this um row leak may have been more nefarious than just a uh just coincidental type of a thing so do you know if the the pfizer data that they dump is it like a scheduled like on this day, we're dumping pages like 360 through 475, or do they get to pick and choose which pages of information they dump and they just have to dump it on a certain day? As far as I know, they just have to release so much information. Okay. They, there's no like 
there's no like uh, there's chronological no order of things that were okay yeah See, right there's no particular guideline on exactly what they have to dump they just have to release so much of the data and like that was the problem with when it was going to be when they were trying to have it stretched out to do it over like a 75 year period and only dump so many pages per month for that stretch i was like okay so for the next 30 years they can just dump all the least uh important information and continue to cover it up until literally everybody's dead anyway that would have remembered that they were doing this that or until they get a story like something like this roe v wade thing and they're like hey we can bury a lot of bad shit in here and so i think you know maybe there was some coordination but maybe they also just like took the opportunity to dump some of like the most damning fucking information that they've dumped sort of underneath this whole roe v wade story because Man, this has really taken the whole fucking country, uh, their their entire 100% of their attention. It's, you know, it's on abortion now. And magically, we've all become biologists overnight. There, this is a woman's issue. We have no doubt in our mind what a woman is. We are, they're not birthing people. Uh, you know, this is, this is so, you know, my God, women's rights, it, just like that, that you flip the switch, one document gets leaked, and all of a sudden their whole fucking worldview changes. It's unbelievable how quickly they can fucking jump to one, from one foot to the next. I don't know. I have seen some uh, trans women uh, decrying the fact that this is going to be detrimental to their own health because they won't be able to get an abortion. I'm not sure what they were thinking they were going to abort, but... Yeah, I mean... It really is. The so something else that was before we get too far into it. Something else that was interesting about the timing of this is it's also primary week, uh, pretty much across the country. I know the the fall or the spring primaries were going on here in Indiana. I know they were going on in Ohio. Pretty sure in Georgia. Like this is this is primary week. So all of that information coming out. It seems a little late, but having all of that come out on Monday night when Tuesday was when a lot of these primaries was going on, uh, that also seemed kind of of import. If not, I mean, it, it doesn't have a direct impact on the primaries themselves because typically for the primary, you know, you're voting for which Republican is going to represent your district or whatever or your state come, uh, come November. You're deciding which democrat is going to be representing you come november so it, it wasn't exactly a squaring off of republicans and democrats but it, it did seem interesting that that happened right before the primaries were were going to be or the votes were going to be cast in the primaries that or that day so take that for what it, for what it's worth like i said i mean i don't know that it has a, a huge direct impact on the primaries themselves but the fact that it came out around a, a time when people were going to be showing up to vote uh, was interesting. And maybe, you know, it's a uh, get out the vote kind of thing to to try to drum up interest in voting because there is this big like hot button topic that that it makes uh, it makes the voting basis think they really need to go. They need to go vote. Yeah, for it, it, it's still weird to me that this is such a hot button issue like the amount of people that are actually affected by this is relatively small compared to all the other important issues that you could be voting on 
that affect your day-to-day life. Um, and, uh, you know, as most people, most sane people have pointed out, this doesn't really change anything in terms of the legality of abortion in your state. It just relegates those powers to the state to decide how they want to handle abortion. Nothing prevented the states from allowing abortion before Roe v. Wade was decided on, and nothing is going to prevent the states from allowing them if the decision ever gets overturned. I don't know why people can't understand this. What part about that is confusing to you? Turn off MSNBC, turn off CNN, turn off Fox News, turn off the fucking TV, read a goddamn book. And don't listen to your eighth grade social studies teacher either, because whatever they taught you about the Supreme Court is fucking patently false. What like this is the the very definition of pro-choice is to let the states choose how to handle abortion. The very definition of approach. And this is what drives me fucking crazy about, about the left in, in this country. Like they say they're pro-choice, except the only thing they want to choose to do is be able to kill fucking babies, kill unborn babies. Everything else, they are not pro-choice. They are not pro-choice when it comes to schools. They aren't pro-choice when it comes to vaccines. They aren't pro-choice when it comes to any part of your fucking life. They want the federal government up your ass every single second of every day. But no, 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 no. This, this is this is a bridge too far. This is the one area where we want to be pro-choice, but literally we, we don't want anybody to be able to choose. We want this to be the law of the land. And so like literally nothing. Changed. And I know they have like these these so-called like trigger laws or something that that could change the way your your state treats uh, abortion and stuff like that. But my God, like this issue. Um, more, well, so more, like speaking of that, the, the trigger law, there are. I believe it's 13 states that have the trigger laws where that in the event that Roe versus Wade is overturned, then abortion becomes immediately illegal in those states. And it's most of the states that already have the most restrictive abortion laws in place anyway. So it's not like it's a huge change. And I think even I think even in those states, uh, there are still abortion clinics that operate and are able to, because of local jurisdiction, they find workarounds for it. So like local government is, I I know we've talked about it before, but like local government is really like the most important thing that you can have an impact in because it's going to be the thing that most directly affects you. So like even, even if Roe versus Wade is overturned, it doesn't change anything for the state that you live in most likely. And in the rare occasion where it does change things in the state that you live it's still not a significant change like it's not a i don't i don't understand yeah i don't understand the like the drastic outrage like they act like this goes into effect and then suddenly abortion is like criminalized across right across the country yeah. which well, is and that even and that goes into like the propaganda that you're getting from the media and the education that you're getting in schools and i, I do want to talk a little bit of just about the supreme court and roe v wade in a minute but as, as far as like the whole <clears throat> leaked voting thing is is concerned you know i i don't see how you know like some people are like oh like i've heard arguments that this was like a republican leak and then the, I've heard arguments, this is a Democrat. Like, I don't see any real upside for Republicans. Like, I haven't heard a lot of convincing arguments for them to leak this. 
all signs to me point to the, the somebody in the Democratic Party leaking this for a number of reasons. One, they always get hysterical about Roe v. Wade. Um, this is like their biggest issue. Their biggest fear with the Supreme Court was always Roe v. Wade. And I am on record saying, like, I don't think the Supreme Court is ever going to overturn this. I still don't think they're going to overturn this. Like, I, th this isn't a binding thing. I'm a little surprised that they even had this opinion to leak. But I don't think they have the balls to overturn this, regardless of whether or not this was leaked. I don't think they would have done it. I still don't think they're going to. I think they took this opportunity to leak it, to fucking gin up their base, to come vote, uh, especially for president, the next president. Like they have nothing. They have nothing to run on. They have no candidates. They have no uh, charismatic candidates. They've got like Joe Biden is just like a dead man walking. Then you have Kamala Harris. And if you look at the field that they were running in this last election, you know, in the primary, like nobody likes any of these people and none of them are really any good at, at this sort of thing. And they've got, they've, they've basically got nothing to run on except Supreme Court, Roe v. Wade. We need to codify it. We need to pack the Supreme Court, blah, 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 go out to vote. And you've seen here over the last few weeks student debt forgiveness because the, the Democrats have been a summarily a failure on like everything that Biden and Kamala ran on for their 2020 platform. Like none of that's none of that's happened, uh, which I mean, anybody who had even a remote lick of sense could have called that. And I think you and I both did call it almost immediately after the election when the entire Biden cabinet was announced, like, OK. These people are all terrible. These people all do have a track records of doing all of the things that you don't want them to do. None of them have shown any interest in actually doing any of the things that you want them to do or that they campaigned on doing. So it's going to be more of the same and Democrats are going to ultimately be pissed off. Well, here we are a year and whatever later and the Democrats are pissed off because nothing that the Biden campaign promised has actually come to fruition. There's been no criminal justice reform. There's been no student loan forgiveness. There's been no loosening of restrictions on the border. In fact, they're just as bad as ever. And uh, they're even continuing with building the wall in certain places. Like the, nothing that they promised has come true. So now they're starting to, as Biden has almost week after week, had record low approval ratings. Kamala Harris has some of the worst approval ratings for a vice president historically the whole thing it's looking like there's going to be this massive red wave that just knocks the knocks the democrats out of the house and senate control come november now they're starting to renew talks about uh student debt forgiveness now we get this leak of roe versus wade being overturned like it's they see the writing on the wall and they are they are throwing everything they've got in the kitchen sink at trying to course correct here yeah, yeah, it's their their two biggest uh, their their two only moves really is to gin up hysteria and then bribe voters. It's openly fucking bribing people with student loan forgiveness. Like, vote for me, I will give you fifty, sixty, hundred thousand, whatever you need. I mean, openly fucking bribing, and we we're calling that democracy. And then, yeah, what's what's Democrat voters like biggest fear? Oh, they're going to overturn Roe v. Wade, which is the law of the land. Can't have that happen. Uh, and, and so that's what they go with. And 
you know, this whole law of the land thing just drives me fucking crazy. It's like as infuriating as when they say like our precious democracy, when we're not a democracy, at least we're not supposed to be. Um, They've eliminated a lot of the things that kind of made us a republic, but the Supreme Court doesn't make fucking laws. Like, I I don't know what to tell you. There, (laughs) there's a very separate branch of government that's supposed to do that. The Supreme Court renders opinions and that's why they call it opinions because that's all it fucking is so nothing they do is legal like it is legally fucking binding they, they they're not allowed to just pass a law of the land the only you know this this whole roe v wade thing it started in texas the only people that are bound by that roe v wade decision are the people that were in the fucking courtroom <laughs> when they fucking came to that fucking decision it, it even the people of Texas aren't bound by that because so the Supreme of, Court doesn't have jurisdiction over the states. So speaking of the the law of the land thing, did you see Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders? And I'm pretty sure AOC, like they got their they got their copy pasta and they all ran with it. That that Congress needs to that Congress can and should make Roe v. Wade the law of the land, pass the legislation, and and put it into place. The problem with that is uh, they can't do that. <laughs> like they don't have they don't have the votes in the Senate. They might be able to get it through the House, but once it hits the Senate, it's dead in the water because they're not going to have the sixty votes to do it. And they and uh, the Bernie tweet. Bernie even said, "If we can't get the sixty votes in the Senate to do it, then we need to end the filibuster." Well, right. you don't have the votes to end the filibuster either. So, like, what are y'all going to do? You're you're yeah, stuck. Your yeah. hands are tied. It really is on. It shows you what, you know, how they really value this system of governance. Like they don't give a shit. Nobody cares about this. Nobody really cares about democracy. Nobody cares about the, you know, this, this whole thing that they've sworn an oath to uphold and defend. They're just like, well, we, they're like fucking kids throwing tantrums. Well, if we can't get our way, then we're going to get rid of that rule. And we're going to get rid of that rule. So we get our fucking way. And Jesus Christ, are you fucking 80 years old? How old is Bernie Sanders? Like 84 fucking years old or whatever. Like grow the fuck up. Just grow up. Like this is the business you've chosen. These are the fucking rules. Play within the fucking rules. And, you know, if this, if what they say, democracy, 80% of Americans support uh, the right to have an abortion, well, then this really shouldn't fucking matter for the vast majority of people, right? Because they leave it up to the states. 80% of all the people in the states are all for this. So what what's going to change here? And if, that if you really that should get its own fact check. Because every time they say that, it is a blatant fucking lie. Yeah. So oh, of course it is. What so what the I can't and I can't remember. I don't think it's 80, but it's like 69% or something, like some uh ridiculous number that would be t- total that totally makes sense when you're talking about abortion if it if it is 69%. But um like The Mm -hmm. thing that's really kind of crazy about it is that actual number is the number of people who support abortion in the case of rape, incest, or uh, non-viable pregnancy, or it's going to actually have um, legitimate, like, mortality concerns for the mother. Right. Right. There, that's not, that's not whatever their percentage is who support at 39 weeks you should be able to have an abortion 
it's that many that's the percentage that support abortion in the most rare of circumstances yeah, and if you like, look at the statistics on that those are the most rare of circumstances like i think all combined it's less than two percent of all abortions are because of all of those all yeah. of those factors combined yeah yeah i know i know the rape thing is less than one percent and they always you know they always go to those when when these rulings come down they're like not even in the case of rape not even in the case of this not even like here, here's the problem with the case uh, of rape okay you're just going to get a lot more accusations of rape like everybody's going to be accused of rape uh, all of a sudden and we've already gotten a bunch of fucking bullshit accusations of rape when women just like sort of regret like the next you know the next day or something that they had consensual sex with somebody and then they accuse them of rape like a couple of weeks later because they kind of regret that decision this right now the the cases of uh yeah uh babies being aborted from rape is less than 1% that's going to shoot up exponentially when if you give them that reason to to justify an abortion and then same thing with like health of the mother, they're going to come up with, you know, it's going to be like, um, you know, getting your, your dog on a plane, like your seeing eye dog or whatever, or like getting your marijuana, medical marijuana card. There's going to be like all of a sudden, all sorts of like threats to the mother's lives are going to be used to justify these things, which, okay. But yeah, they always go to these really extreme examples to, to justify, uh, you know, a blanketed ruling or a blanket law that like in the vast majority of cases is not why people are doing it um but you know so there, there's that whole angle i don't i've never really heard a convincing argument from, from the pro-choice side uh the the most convincing ones i guess would come from libertarian circles but i i always feel like they're full of holes uh and it just comes down to like a matter of convenience for the vast majority of people and going back to the rape thing again by the way if you are actually raped that we do have this thing it's called the morning after pill you have three days to take it you have 72 hours to go get the morning after pill and take it and you can prevent contraception uh you can prevent the you know the baby from being conceived so like i, I don't know what and to i'm trying to i'm trying to find that i think I think even in the most strict anti-abortion states, the morning after pill is still legal. And it should be legal. It's not, you know, it's not an abortion pill. I, I think there might be some confusion about this. It just prevents the egg from being like really, it like messes up the timing. So it's like when this, if, and when the sperm get there, there's no egg for them to fertilize prevents the egg from being released. I think if I remember correctly from my love line days now, I don't know if they've made advances to it or whatever, but there's no, there's no conception and there's no abortion when you take that pill. So it, you know, if you're against the morning after pill, you're basically against every form of contraception. You're against the birth control pill. You're against condoms. You're against the, the sponges and all that other stuff. You guys are sticking up your hoo-hahs. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So like there's, there's no reason why that should be illegal and ready, readily available. And, and if these things aren't available, readily available in your state, why is that? Like this, again, this is, if you have a fucking free market, this shit is sold over the counter. This is very easy for anybody to get their hands on. Even like a 13 year old girl that was raped could just go to a, a fucking Walgreens and get some. 
that would be what would happen in a free market. All of these problems, they don't have access to healthcare. They can't get it in time. It's too difficult. First of all, that's not a goddamn excuse, in my opinion. But why is that? Who, who's respond? These are all ancillary problems created by government. You get the government out of this. You open up the free market. This problem takes care of itself. And again, free market solves all of this. Government fucks it all up. Government puts people in these horrible situations. And then in typical government fashion, how do they solve it? Well, let's let's pass this fucking clunky law that kills people. So, I mean, like, and if it is illegal or if it's difficult to get, that's not a reason to justify abortion. That's a reason to figure out how to get this fucking like this should be sold over the counter. It's basically just a massive dose of birth control from what I understand. So like make that available um, and then you really shouldn't have like if you get raped, you're supposed to go to like the fucking hospital, get a rape kit done, you know, and then they should give you the morning after bill like immediately problem solved. Like it's it's like if you take it within the first like 24 hours, it's like over 90 something percent, like 95 percent effective. And within the first three days, it's like, you know, low, not you know, about as effective as they were claiming the vaccines to be initially. <laughs> hey guys, today's show is brought to you by our friends over at Lorenzati Coffee. You know them well by now. They are our oldest and longest running sponsor. We love these guys. We love their premium Italian coffee that they deliver right to your door. So do yourself a favor, get your mornings started right with the taste of freedom. Go to lorenzati.coffee and use promo code FICTION so they know I sent you and you'll get 10% off your order. That's Lorenzati, L-O-R-E as in Edward, N as in Nancy, Z as in Zebra, O-T-T-I dot coffee, promo code FICTION. Get all of your coffee and coffee supplies from these guys. And not only are they fans of the show, but they've gone above and beyond the call of duty as a sponsor. So go order some coffee, order an espresso machine, get a coffee grinder, do it all at lorenzati.coffee, promo code fiction. All right. So if you're going to have this like rape exception, and there has to be something in place where they have to go through the proper channels, file the police report, get the rape kit done. Like there has to be proof of this. You can't just, you know, we can't just believe all women like we were supposed to do a couple of years ago. Remember that fucking nonsense. So, you know, if you're going to have that exception, you have to, there has to be some responsibility here. I'm sorry. Like, yes, it's terrible that you were raped and you know, that it's a horrible situation to be in, but uh, take the responsibility to deal with it. But I'm sorry. Like if you don't put some sort of thing in place, some sort of procedure in place for when uh, people are raped and requesting an abortion, more men are just going to get accused of rape. And that, that again, that's just going to create a bunch more fucking problems in society, more than it actually solves. Uh, a lot more because right now we're only talking about you know, one less than 1% of, of cases. And, and that's going to fucking skyrocket and millions of men are going to be falsely accused of fucking rape so that they can get an abortion. So but, like, did you see the speaking of pills that you can take? And apparently if you're needing to get an abortion, it's completely, it's completely fine to take horse medicine. But if you're oh trying to fight God. COVID, stay away from the horse medicine. 
Yeah, that was fucking on. That was like one of the most insane things that I did not see coming. I knew that there was going to be like a lot of retarded posts about this and a lot of retarded opinions about it. I didn't see them going back to taking actual horse medicine. Like you can get it from the veterinarians is what they said. Now with ivermectin, they weren't getting the actual horse version of the pill. With this one, they're actually recommending you go to a vet and get this horse medicine and take it with a combination of something else to give yourself an abortion on fucking believable. And they're posting this shit online. Like I can't, the liability uh, alone of posting something like that, like, yeah, do it yourself. Abortion. <laughs> like Jesus fucking Christ. Unfucking believable. And they're going, yeah, all of a sudden it's perfectly fine now to take literal horse medication as long as you're trying to kill a fetus inside of you, not if you're trying to like, you know, uh, mitigate the symptoms of a, of a really bad flu. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it's, I mean, this whole thing is like, it has flipped anything that you might've considered to be like just too crazy oh to be God. put out there. It, yeah. That's all off the table now. Like it, there is no too crazy. Not that, not that the level of, or the limit of too crazy was uh, very close to going completely over the cliff anyway. But now it's just like, there is nothing out of bounds anymore. Dude, yeah. And th this whole week has just been so fun for me. I, I don't know what to say. Like, this has just been fucking delicious to watch people freak out about this. I love watching people melt down on the left or on the right, but like the, the, the one, two, like uppercut combo that they just fucking got with like the masks on planes being fucking the band being taken away and on Uber and all that shit. And then Elon Musk buying Twitter and then potentially their Holy grail of Roe v. Wade being overturned. Oh my God. It's been so fun to fucking watch them. Um, what the fuck they're okay. Um, it's weird. They're, we have a timing on this meeting now that's, that's never busy. happened that's never happened before um okay well we might have to stitch this together and post but the uh, yeah just going back to the whole like i i'm guessing that you kind of fall along the the pro-life uh lines to me you know i i've never been really passionate about this either way but from just like thinking about it from just a logical standpoint, I don't understand how you can make an argument, a logical argument, not an emotional one for being pro-choice. I, I mean, like, and it's going to be very interesting to see how they decide when, you know, life begins. It's like this really arbitrary line that they kind of come up with. Eh, it's just like, you know, I, I, it's it's a baby if you want it and if you don't want it then it's just like this clump of cells that we can get rid of and i hate to break it to those people but we are all clumps of cells <laughs> it's just like oh well they can't like think and reason it's like yeah but eventually they'll be able to um you just got to give them some time to develop and that's like you know if somebody's like uh in a coma or something you, you can't just like pull the plug on them because they can't fucking think for themselves. Um, I, I mean, half the people who are making these arguments don't seem capable of thinking for themselves as the last two years have kind of 
proven out. Right. Yeah. And then the, the whole like, oh, well, it's like an intruder. And so you can, you know, property rights, you can evict. It's like, okay, you can evict them. You don't get to fucking kill them <laughs> just because they're there. And by the way, you, you pretty much put them in that position. So like, I don't, I don't understand how you can like basically invite somebody if it's your house, let's just say it's your house and not your uterus, but it, your, their uterus is their house. So it's like you invite them in and then you're like, oh, I don't want I don't want you here. You're not supposed to be here. I get to kill you now. Uh, to, like none of these arguments make any sense to me. And I'm not trying to like straw man them. I'm just trying to like kind of throw them out there really quickly. But like this is the gist of their arguments, right? Like, am I missing something here? Well, and then you've seen the other ones that have said that, uh, like, in retaliation to this, I guess that the men the men should be put on the hook for child support for eighteen years and be required to do all this, that, and the other. Like, um, those the, that all of that actually exists. Like, that's that's <laughs> all already that's things. already that's already uh, a requirement in literally fifty states. So that if if you have a child you do a paternity test and if it's the if it's his then he's on the hook for child support and all of this for 18 years the problem that that comes up with this is the the welfare system and being a single mother is actually way more lucrative if you don't have the father on the hook for child support so so a lot of times they'll just say i don't know who it was or they won't hold the guy responsible and because you can, you can actually game the system. I mean, there, there are actually, there are actually tutorials on how to appropriately and legally game this game, the system with, uh, with a kid and using all of the legal loopholes to make sure that you get a phone, a house, a car, food, money, everything like you you can you can literally play this game the right way and not have to do anything for yourself and like so even that argument is is dumb because okay put the father on the hook then if they're not allowed to have an abortion or don't teach it teach these women how to play the game right and and put the if if the problem is that the government is banning abortions then put the government on the hook for what they're requiring you to keep like make them make them put the bill because they will do it they will absolutely do it yeah yeah well that that's another argument i've been hearing is like well the baby's going to grow up in poverty and so it's going to be like a really tough life and they're you're doing it a favor by just killing it off <laughs> like which contradicts like their other like their previous argument that it's not a human being or whatever um but it also <laughs> contradicts like everything that they supposedly claim in in how they want to have all these social programs to raise people up out of poverty and do all of this stuff. Okay. So like you're, you're upfront admitting that none of your programs actually work and this kid is going to be stuck in poverty forever. Like, yeah. Thank, well, thank it's you all for your Elon honesty. Musk's fault because he spent his 44 billion on Twitter and not to end world hunger. Um, right. And well, then I've, I've seen people say like they're drafting women women's bodies the government is drafting them now like they drafted males for world war fucking two and it's just like what the fuck are these people talking about like what do you like nobody is forcing you to get pregnant 
nobody like unless it's obviously in the case of rape and less than one percent of cases you are forced to get pregnant okay but in the 99 per, uh, other percent of cases nobody forced this on you this is a fucking decision that you made and yeah like it's a big fucking responsibility and yeah i mean it, it i guess if you don't want it it, it could really fucking suck but well, it's not like the, 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 the government the u.s drafting. government Right. The U.S. government isn't they don't have uh, military recruiters going around and holding you down with a turkey baster and inseminating you like you. There was a decision that was made at some point. And, and you know, it was a decision made on both parts. The guy equally got involved in that. And yes, I 100 percent agree that the guy should be held responsible for his part that he played in this. Let's do something about that. Let's do like make it where the make it where the getting pregnant when you're not ready is an unthinkable thing that like you you understand the the implications of that and it's not and you don't get to that point not once there's a another human life involved and it's like oh i fucked up better uh terminate this yeah and the 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 how callous they are with with these are like they're just like oh you know it's like this it's not a human it's this clump of cells and like it, the, the second you press them on any of this, it's like, well, how do you define, you know, when life begins? What it, like these are very complicated issues. And like, no matter what you point to, no matter what metric you use, first of all, like we're getting much better at determining, like seeing those metrics, like brain waves and heartbeats and things like we couldn't see a hundred years ago. It's like clearly like obvious that this is a, a, a like a, an actual human being now. It's it's amazing to me, like how how people are just so adamant about this. And and yeah, like we've seen over the last few years, like places like New York, where they're talking about being able to abort the baby after it's born. Oh, you'll you'll sit down. I I, we, I know I talked about this on the podcast. It might have been a, a solo episode that I did because it was a while ago. But it was like, yeah, we'll sit down with the mother and we'll have a conversation and blah blah blah. It's like a like a five second rule. <laughs> like you drop something on the floor, you can still eat it if you want, but if you don't want it, you can toss it away. It's fucking unbelievable. But that's what what this ruling would actually do is leave that sort of thing up to the states. So like if New York wants to, you know, be able to abort the baby up to 29 days after it's born, that I guess we're going to leave that up to New York uh, as sickening as that is. And if Alabama wants to ban it altogether, unless, you know, the mother's life is in danger, which to me is the only um, the only logical uh, or the only good argument I've heard for an abortion is because like that's basically self-defense at that point if you're going to argue like the, the whole prop my body my choice thing which uh is interesting argument for them to be using now it's like well okay yes i i did choose to do this but now it's like actually fucking aggressing against me and in self-defense i'm going to abort abort this baby that to me makes sense the the rest of these arguments are are just like insane to me uh, for the most part, and and none of them really hold any water if you start to to like poke at them just a little bit. Um, we're gonna get cut off here in like less than a minute. I'll just start another thing. You got another like fifteen minutes or so, right? Yeah, let's see if it actually cuts us off. Sometimes it'll hit that expiration point, and then it'll roll over and just give you another hour. Okay.
Yeah, it's weird. Like it does that when you have like more than one person. In the yeah, meeting, I've never seen it do. It. Yeah, I've never seen it do it with just two people. Like this, it's really strange. Yeah, yeah. Well, this whole fucking thing, man. The how little people understand about the the Supreme Court is, is always just amazing to me. <laughs> like they uh, recordings or meetings. Yeah, well, it, you know, it's probably a, another inflation issue. It's not going to show up in the CPI. So you can no longer do more than And I mean, that wasn't even an hour. That was like 40 yeah. minutes, right? Yeah. That was 40. So you, you were saying uh, about the Supreme Court. Yeah, about the Supreme Court. Um, yeah, I guess, first of all, this idea that like the Supreme Court gets to be the ultimate arbiter of what's you know like of the federal government what the federal government's allowed to do yet they're a branch of the federal government like this is not what was intended i know that's what's you know how they've interpreted the constitution in a very generous way to allow them to have say of of what goes on in all 50 states but like that is that is not what this is supposed to be like and if you want to just use the Roe v. Wade case, it's like they they can issue their opinion. The only people that are bound by that opinion is the Roe and the Wade. Like that's it. Not even people in Texas are bound by that because the the, the Supreme Court doesn't have jurisdiction over each individual state. It was the states that created the federal government. It was not the other way around. So they can't just the the states are the ultimate decision makers when it comes to what is constitutional, not the not the uh, fucking Supreme Court and not any of these branches of the federal government. Because like, think of how how fucking ridiculous that would be if one branch of the federal government can just decide what you know, what it's allowed to do and what it's not allowed to do. And oh yeah, these other branches of the federal government just happen to uh, appoint and elect all these people into positions of power. So yeah, yeah and, and another interesting thing about the Supreme Court and like the, the lack of an understanding of that is it, it really comes down to the the divisiveness of the country. And for the last shit, I don't know, 20, 25, maybe 30 years, where neither neither party has enough of a control for any extended period of time to actually do their job and legislate and because the the two parties at least on at face value have become so divided and so radically different from each other that and they have to play that partisanship game that they can't actually get together and and legislate as a as a body like they don't Neither side is interested in doing what's best for the country. They're interested in doing what's best for their own political interests. So you don't actually get legislation passed through Congress anymore. It ultimately comes down to states make their own decisions on stuff. Those decisions get appealed. It eventually gets kicked up to the Supreme Court, assuming the Supreme Court chooses to hear it. And then they utilize a Supreme Court decision to base all legality on from that point forward even though that's not the way it's supposed to work like it's it's a it's a completely bastardized version of the of the governing process that has come to pass because basically because the uh, congress as a whole is just too gutless and also too divided to actually do anything the way it's supposed to be done 
Yeah. Well, and, and part of that is like built by design. We did, they weren't supposed to be doing a lot. Like government, this is supposed to be the world's smallest government, not the world's biggest government. And, th- and this idea that like, oh, like how could the, the Supreme Court come up with this ruling when the vast majority of people believe in this and democracy? That it's like, that has nothing to fucking do with the Supreme Court. That's not why they're there. It's literally why they get like one of the reasons why they get lifetime appointments is so they're not fucking swayed by these democratic things. And there's no repercussions if they go against the will of the people. The will of the people is fucking irrelevant. They're there to interpret law and apply the fucking constitution. Can the federal government do this? Can they do that? Is this a lot? Like that's all they're there for. They're not there to be like, well, the people like this and I really like this piece of legislation. So let me figure out some weird way of interpreting this language to make it, uh, you know, so that we can allow Obamacare or so that we can allow uh, abortion. It's like, no, no, that's not what the Supreme Court is there for. And they shouldn't give a rip about the the will of the people. Yeah. Who cares? Like, that's not what the what that's about and this claim that the constitution protects some right to an abortion when it says nothing about it (laughs) like this is insanity this is absolutely insanity and these same people will turn around and claim you don't have a right to own a firearm even though it explicitly said like the most explicit clear language in the whole fucking thing all of those documents is the second amendment could not be clearer that shall not be infringed that you don't have a right to, but this phantom right to an abortion must be enshrined into law now. And then the all this fear mongering, like they're coming for gay marriage and interracial marriages next. <laughs> it really is. Well, that's kind of so a concern. Uh, that's kind of a concern I have is because now you're starting to see all of these massive protests uh, cropping up outside of the Supreme Court, and like my. My fear is that this is going to be like rule by by mob. Like they're they're going to assuming that this is legit, which according to Justice Roberts, it is. Yep. It was signed on by um, Alito, Clarence Thomas, Kavanaugh, Gorsuch, and Amy Coney Barrett. Uh, so the concern I have is that if any and whether or not Roberts, I can't imagine that Roberts would side with them, but who knows, he might go, he might go against the grain and actually be a conservative for a change. I highly doubt it. So that would put it at five, four. Um, and Kavanaugh seems like the spineless buck that would flip on that and decide, okay, maybe we shouldn't do this. So like that's it. Then just based on if there are, you know, enough, a small minority of extremely loud, volatile voices, like, then we have complete, like, this is the actual threat to democracy, (laughs) like, is rule by mob, and not, like, as libertarians define democracy as mob rule, but, like, an actual mob showing up and swaying a court on a decision, like, that's that's the precedent that I'm, that's the precedent I'm afraid is going to be set with this. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's the same group that claims to care so much about democracy. And they're like, well, if 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 we don't get our way, we're going to violently threaten you until we do.
and we're going to violently threaten you and then try to get rid of the filibuster and all these other safeguards that are in place so that we get our way hell or high water. It really, yeah, the, the disconnect there and the mental gymnastics they do. It, it just goes to show you that n- nobody really cares about democracy when you get right down to it. They just don't. They, 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 when they get their way, they're like, oh yeah, democracy, democracy, this is all so wonderful. When the, 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 the winds change and it, it starts blowing a different direction, then they just turn to violence and, and threatening and oh, they're threatening our our democracy. So we need to, you know, we need to burn this thing down. It really is just fucking incredible to, to watch and a, a little scary, uh, definitely a little scary. And I'm sure, you know, there there'll be uh, talks of they'll be going after the Elizabeth Warrens of the world for inciting insurrections and things like that. We'll wait. Uh, yeah. With bated breath for that one. <laughs> I mean, according to the January 6th commission, what Elizabeth Warren was saying on all those uh, YouTube videos or not YouTube uh, videos that were going around Twitter the other day, like that is actually inciting an insurrection. That's yeah. that's we tra- fight. That's, we're uh, gonna fight. We're gonna fight this. Yeah, that's treason. She should Man. she should probably be taken before a uh, a jury and uh, she yeah. should go to jail just like Donald Trump should. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> well, speaking of things that are kind of scary, and the thing we had sort of touched on at the beginning of this is the the idea that uh, this could, you know, the the timing of this could have been as a distraction from the whole uh, Pfizer data dump. Um, it, how much have you looked into that? It's been hard to find anything like good on that. Like the problem I've run into is most of the websites and like blogs and stuff that I can find covering the covering the FISA data dump. I can't actually share that shit with anybody because while they may actually be like highlighting and looking at the, the data that's in the Pfizer dump, they also call it the death vax and all kinds of other stuff. It's like, all right, like I can't share this with, I can't share with this with anybody seriously who's not already on our side on it and, and do anything to convince them that this is legit. So, so it's been hard to find like good information on it, but like Dr. Naomi Wolf has been good on this. Uh, Peter McCullough and um, uh, Robert Malone have both been out talking about this since it's come out. Like there, there is some good information out there on it. Um, what do you think about some of the comments? Do you have uh, do you have those videos of Malone and and uh, what he was saying queued uh, up where you can pull them up? Not no, not really. So I'm not logged into Twitter on here. But uh, yeah, it, it was just. A, a skate it's everything that we've been fucking talking about first of all and it's actually war like the the numbers that i'm seeing um 12 percent efficacy H- have you seen that number yeah i saw that yeah so they've known this from the start apparently is is my understanding of it and it's not 95 percent turns out it was only 12 percent effective 12 percent like that, that's almost like, I don't even know what the margin of error on that is, but it's like, that's practically nothing, practically nothing. And they, they basically just committed fucking fraud and lied to the world, let alone the, the American people it, and convinced hundreds of millions of people to inject this thing into their bodies that was far less effective and far more dangerous than they're letting on. What was the, 
the um, the number on uh, the, the adverse reactions? Yeah, so out of uh, 46,000, um, <clears> I think it, so the study was like 46,000 people out of the 46,000, 42,000 reported some sort of an adverse reaction. Now, bearing in mind, that doesn't mean 42,000 people develop myocarditis. Um, it can be an adverse reaction can be anything from legitimately a heart attack to uh, headaches and, and stuff like that. But even if you, if you uh, narrow it down, I saw, I saw a video where somebody went through and like was looking at all the data and narrowed it down to just severe, like the, the reports that were, or the things that were reported as severe. And it was like severe nausea, severe headaches, severe cramps, like people were like legitimately in pain for a number of days following getting this, uh, that it was, I can't remember the exact numbers, but it was a very high percentage. Also 1200 people died after getting the vaccine, just from, just from what this report admitted to. So like that's out of 46,000, according to the numbers, that's like 2.7%. What's the total more percentage of uh dying if you actually get covid i don't think it was i don't think it was pushing three <laughs> percent yeah no and um michael rechtenwald the uh the professor posted a, a few things that yeah like excerpts from um it's like an excerpt from an excerpt though so it's like it's really hard to get to the original uh the original documentation and i'm sure that's that's accidental. It just happens. You know, if this was like really good news, the media would be fucking running with this. Every fucking thing would be right in your face. Hey, look, 95% efficacy, safe and effective, blah, 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 blah. And this thing is fucking buried in the, into the bottom of the fucking internet. And yeah, it, it's, uh, let's see here. Uh-uh-uh. Yeah, this is like the the 12% number. It's based on like 4,000 cases or something like that, 3,400 cases. What was the other one that he posted? God, this is so hard to do. Oh, oh, did you? So the one, like the one really, really big thing that throughout COVID and in the push for the vaccine, they were really pushing hard that women who were pregnant needed to be getting vaccinated to protect both them and their child from COVID. And like, one of the main lines from this data dump is it very specifically says pregnancy. There are no or limited amount of data from the use of COVID vaccine. Uh, Animal reproductivity toxicity studies have not been completed. The COVID-19 mRNA vaccine is, is not recommended during pregnancy. Yeah. Yeah. And then they went right on to the, the whole kid thing. And then they, you know, they pulled some of the, you know, the recommendations for kids and, and some of the data too, when that came out, the, um, the other thing was increased risk of strokes. And I do have the numbers on that. And this is from the dump, the, um, the COVID jab increased the risk of stroke by 11,361%. Just, just no big deal. Yeah. Taking the COVID shot or two increased the risk of stroke by that amount, 11,361 between December 2020 and the 11th of February 2022. So we're talking basically the entire time this vaccine 
was being administered. Um, 4,532 cases of the jab-related stroke were logged. VAERS, the VAERS system only captures about 1% of all vaccine reactions. Comparatively, the number of strokes that occurred as a result of the flu shot between 2008 and 2020 so a 12-year period, range uh, from about 12, uh, or no, a range from 12 to 13 years, okay, is just 122. 122 in <laughs> flu shot and uh, 4,532 in two years from the COVID jab. Yeah, this stuff is crazy. And, and, like, and, and even, even if you like don't look at the COVID data, or the, not the COVID, the Pfizer data, and you just look at like stuff that's come out of the, the U.S. military because the military uh, made the vaccine a requirement for all servicemen and women. Like there's been there's been a lot of data that's come out on that of the number of people who have had adverse effects and all kinds of other stuff. And like that all of that data is pretty damning, too. We ran through those on a, a prior episode. Right. It was like, yes, yeah, staggering increases. And in, yeah, yeah. Um, Speaking of abortions, just uh, miscarriages, uh, strokes, myocarditis, a bunch of other like really fucking serious. I can't remember the the actual like technical terms for, it, but like not just like headaches and shit, like really bad adverse reactions to this. And and they've known this all along. They blatantly fucking lied about it. Like imagine if you or I had a fucking company. Uh, we're, we're, you know, we came up with some fucking, you know, some medicine and we're making all of these outrageous claims. Oh, it's 95% effective, you know, uh, effective. It's safe. It's not going to hurt you. Take it. If you're pregnant, take it. If you're a kid, it doesn't matter. Like, don't worry. And it's going to prevent all of these things from happening. <laughs> and we're, we're going to share like, one little sliver of the data to back up our claims and bury thousands and thousands of fucking cases where the exact opposite of what we're claiming is true. And well, and like the thing that McCullough talked about when he went on with Rogan was how some of these pharmaceutical companies, the way they do their tests and, and like you get all this peer reviewed data that says that these vaccines and stuff are, are actually safe and effective. They go, they comb through the data they exclude everything that looks bad, and then they give it over to the to the actual doctors and experts to to be peer reviewed. So then, when it comes out as peer reviewed that it's safe and effective, it's completely based off of doctored numbers that make it look like it's safe and effective because they exclude everything that shows that it's not. Yeah, this is fucking criminal. Yeah, it's like you get a report card, right? And you're like, "Hey, mom and dad, I got straight A's," and you take out like the three D's and a fucking F that you got. <laughs> you show them two fucking grades, and and your parents are like, "Oh, this is a great report card." It's like, no, 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 you're you're fucking failing a bunch of classes. It, it's it's criminal. It's fucking criminal what they're getting away with. And you know, all these women that are worried about being able to get abortions, just keep getting your fucking booster shots. I'm sure that'll take care of it. Like, this is not going to be, this is going to be a moot issue because these fucking things, uh, who knows how bad they're, they're going to get uh, long-term. If you keep fucking exposing yourself to this, this was just in like a two-year period, got thousands of strokes, all kinds of fucking issues. And yeah, they knew about this the whole fucking time. And that's why they wanted to fucking shield themselves from liability. Like that should be your first fucking red flag right there. And 
man, hundreds of millions of people just fucking fell hook, line and sinker for this thing. And, uh, and it didn't really do anything. <laughs> the, the, the efficacy thing really kicked in the 12%. That, that was kind of obvious from the start. And they kept trying to like gently walk back these numbers. And yeah, uh, man, did everybody get fucking bamboozled on this? If only it, these people would listen to the Peddling Fiction podcast and the rest of the good uh, libertarian pocket that had been screaming about this on any platform that would allow us to. YouTube took us down. Um, you could have saved yourself a lot of fucking potential issues uh, going in, you know, going forward. Um, if anything, if there's any takeaway from this, it's you cannot trust the government. You cannot trust these agencies, the CDC. They are all completely fucking corrupt and full of shit. And I don't, I, I, I don't know what else to say. Just there's no better example than um, not only the incompetence, but the corruption and the the pure evil is on full display with this COVID-19 thing. And if, if you want to tie it back to the whole Roe v. Wade thing, like, I, I don't know, I don't, I'm not in favor of like criminalizing abortion and like, just because of the the whole cultural, you know, I think we should attack it from a cultural standpoint and make these logical arguments as to why, you know, millions of people shouldn't do this. I mean, there's been like 50 plus million abortions since the 1970s. It's like fucking crazy numbers. And oh, okay, but like, I don't want the fucking federal government in, in charge of this or, or, you know, putting out information on this. Uh, passing laws on the law of the land. They shouldn't be involved in any of this shit. They're evil, corrupt motherfuckers. And they, the, the less they have their fucking tentacles on, the better. Uh, COVID, healthcare, abortion. <laughs> it really is just fucking crazy to watch these people go back to my body, my choice after, you know, campaigning for forced vaccinations for the last two years and this is this is the result of their fucking campaign this is what you're forcing into people's arms either you know through like scare tactics or through like you know job performances and stuff like like they are fucking forcing people to put their lives at risk um and then you, you turn around and it's like well I, I need to be able to kill off this baby because uh, you know i can't really afford it it's inconvenient for me um yeah i'm trying to remember exactly what it was. there was there was one argument that or not argument but like that the my body my choice thing being brought up on twitter um uh, there it is this chick says my uh the my body my choice anti-vaxxers are curiously silent right now after the repeal of roe versus wade i said so the my body my choice pro baby killers were incredibly silent the whole time the federal government was suggesting they were going to force us to take uh experimental vaccines like yeah. and that was against our consent the difference here is consent like um there was a decision made with the baby we weren't being given a decision with the vaccine that was going to be you do it or you lose your fucking job nobody's telling you uh if you have this baby or don't have this baby or whatever that you're going to lose your job, that you're not going to be allowed to travel, that you're not going to be allowed to go to the grocery store, that you're going to have all of your rights stripped away just because you won't do something. Like, yeah. Yeah. And you have a number of options once that baby is born. If you don't, if you can't take care of it, if you don't want it, there are people lining up 
to to take care of that baby. So, and well, that was the other thing that I heard. You know, people are like, "Well, is the is pregnant is like pregnancy contagious?" And blah blah. blah. It's like, well, no, it's not. Uh, it was your you know your choice, but you know this vaccine didn't stop uh, transmission of anything either. So, so it's like, well, and there's always the uh, your pro or pro life, not pro birth, like that is the most ridiculous argument <clears throat> there are so many people who are like literally waiting in line to adopt to take in foster kids like all of this stuff like it's it's not that that the the more christian conservative right are only pro birth that they're not pro life it's that the federal and state governments are so restrictive on how the adoption process goes that it makes it virtually impossible like allow people to actually adopt kids like why does it why can't it be more it just a good vetting like criminal background check make sure they're not a fucking pedophile or you know a serial killer or some shit if they're if they have the the means and are willing to take care of the kid let them have the damn kid. Why does it have to be yeah, such a it would be, yeah, insane if, process? If you open up the market to this, I know it's like a weird thought for a lot of people, but there there are so many free market solutions to this issue. Um, a, like the getting unwanted pregnancy aspect of it, and then like what to do with uh, the pregnancy after you know a- after you conceive, like what to do with this baby that doesn't involve like doesn't have to involve killing it off <laughs> like um and it would be like a million times easier a million times cheaper a million times more humane just like everything when you open up the markets to it um people care about about these you know it's it's amazing to me that the the pro choice crew can assign all of these like nefarious um you know uh what's the word i'm looking for like um i don't know all these like nefarious ideas that they like they don't actually like you were saying they don't actually want the baby like they just want to punish women and things like that it's like no no they want that thing to fucking live they believe it's a human being and they have like moral issues with this uh it's it's amazing that they can they can find a way to demonize people for that and yeah there's there's so many if you get the government out of this uh, I, I, you know, I always want things to go from at a minimum from the federal government to the state government, you know, relegate those powers to the states. But then I want to get the, the state government out of it as well. And as far as we can and just leave it, leave it to the fucking markets and people will be much better off with this. You know, it's funny. We always seem to circle our way back to everything that government touches turns to shit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's <laughs> like I, 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 there's been like 60 million abortions since Roe v. Wade. Like that's a fucking crazy amount of, of babies being. And if you, have, I mean, if you really want to see something disturbing, watch one of these fucking abortion. Like even at even at 10 weeks, like that's a fucking that's a fucking baby. And there's there's no way you can convince. Like if you just look at it, it's got fingers, it's got toes, it's a human fucking being. And man, they're, they're fucking ripping it out of this. Uh, you know, it's, it, it's horrifying to watch, but 
all of these people, um, somebody posted this quote. I don't know if it was like a, I think they attributed it to Ronald Reagan. I don't know if that's true or not, but it was like, I've noticed that all of the people that are for abortion have already been born. <laughs> just like this really obvious way of just sort of like pointing this out. Um, man, it's, I don't know. Like I, I'm sure it's a very tough decision that a lot of women struggle with. And I'm sure there are cases where they're getting pressured by the, the father to get the abortion. Um, I, I don't think it's a decision that most sane people take lightly. You know, you see these like the libs of TikTok fucking lunatics, like bragging about it and like seeing how many abortions they can get. And I'm sure they're just running out to get one as we speak, just so they can get a couple under their belt before uh, this thing gets overturned, if it actually does. But the vast majority of sane people don't view it that way. And I know there's numbers on this. I don't have them in front of me. A lot of people fucking get depressed and they really regret the decision to do it after the fact. Um, I, I just I don't like it. I don't like abortion. I don't want to criminalize it. I do want to minimize it as much as possible. And yeah, there's I think the best way to do that is to get the government out of it and to get the free market in, because the, there are there are so many uh, people out there. Uh, even if it's not the majority, which I, I kind of tend to think it is, but like we said, that 80% number is complete bullshit. There are, there are so many people out there that either want these babies themselves or want to do something to um, give them a better life one way, shape or form, you know, there's, and when you let, when you fucking unleash all of that on the, on the, the country, it, it could be, like a really fucking great thing as opposed to just let's make sure that people have like this really inhumane solution to a very complicated, difficult problem. I, I, I don't know, man. It's, it's a problem. <laughs> We're getting coming up on time again. Um, shit. I just lost my train of thought. You got anything else? No, I think we pretty thoroughly covered it. It's uh, I mean, there's, <clears throat> Sorry, there's a lot of nuance to this conversation that it's it's hard to have in an hour, hour and a half, you know, podcast. And and this is the this is the third one that I've done talking about this topic just this week. And and even with that, like I still don't feel like we've covered everything. And I've been having this conversation with friends outside of that, like friends who I don't agree with. Like we disagree on the ideas of the legality of abortion and everything else, but we've been having the conversations and like we can agree to disagree and actually see eye to eye on certain things and, and understand where each other are coming from. But when it's put in this limelight, the way it has been, and especially the way it's been just completely demonized and blown up, there's nothing good that comes out of it. And I think I, I, more conversations like this and conversations like the ones I've been having and like the different podcasts that are going on about this, like that's how this type of thing gets changed. It's, it's not a legal matter. It's a, uh, it's a mindset. It's a uh, having those conversations and actually understanding what's going on. Like that's the only way that any of this ever changes. This throwing it to the Supreme Court, it just creates more of what we're seeing right now. Yeah. Well, every time you get the government involved, it makes matters worse. And yeah, making it illegal is not like making anything illegal. As the whoever posted that thing, it was a Vice article, but some other guy put like. 
yeah, you can go take some fucking horse pills and give yourself an abortion. Like enforcing the legality of this is impossible. Um, it's it will in like rare cases force people to do really uh, risky and stupid things as opposed to getting like a safe abortion. But more often than not, it's just like people's behavior would change if the, if the rules change, you know, people would just, it would go back to like pre 1970, um, you know, sexual relation approaches where like people were a lot more careful about what they did and they didn't just kind of have this crutch here. It's like, well, I can always just get this thing sucked out of me. Um, So yeah, I think people's, I don't think we're going to see like an epidemic of like coat hanger back alley abortion that I think that's a bunch of bullshit fear mongering. Uh, At the same time, though, there is like a black market that is created when you make things illegal. So I think we do need to change people's minds from, you know, I'm not coming at this from a religious standpoint. Like I'm one of the least religious people you'll ever meet. Yeah, I'm a Catholic, but the only time I go to fucking church is when somebody dies or when somebody gets married. Like that's you know what I am very religious and I have never at any point when I've made an argument, if a pro-life argument or an anti-abortion argument, I never bring it back to that. Like that's that's not you don't you don't change people's minds with that. I I try to approach I try to approach topics and arguments from statistics, logic, reason. Like let's look at let's look what's actually going on and have a real conversation. Like the emotional BS, it doesn't accomplish anything. But whenever it comes out the way that this has and all of the coverage that's been surrounding it for the last three days it's a hundred percent emotional there's no there's nothing like evidentiary involved in this emotional hysteria and yeah even like the libertarians are very divided on that we're as divided as the rest of the country which is interesting to me but um yeah i i've never really agreed with a lot of the the libertarian pro-choice arguments maybe somebody can try to convince me otherwise but um, yeah, you know, it's, it's really easy when you're removed from this, like you don't have kids, you've ne- you don't really think about it. You don't look into it at all. It's just like, oh yeah, like they should be able to do this. They should be able to control their bodies. Like, well, they did have control of their bodies and that's why they're in this situation right now. And, like, um, you got to deal with those consequences and if people, you know, there's something to be said for like forcing people to like get the ultrasound or like see what these actually look like. Like I'm telling you, like these are fucking, these are not just clumps of cells that they're just like pulling out of people. It's not like this little thing. It just looks like an amoeba. It's like, it's a fucking human. Like it looks like a human. It's got all the fucking human features. I don't see how you can say it's not a human being. And uh oh, we're getting, oh, that's okay. Yeah, we got five more minutes. You probably got to get going. But um, yeah, like there's, I, I think there's something to be said for getting the, the people that are hysterical pro-abortion, like they actually need to get more and like more information on this, not just like abstract, like think about, they need to be like, they need to see it. Um, if you've heard Ron Paul talk about walking in uh, on an abortion, like a, like a late term abortion accidentally, I, I, he talked about it. I think it was, as a for new liberty it was one of his books but he also just mentioned it on his podcast like they just like put this fucking thing in a bucket and it was like struggling to breathe and they're like pretending that they couldn't fucking hear it and then like you know like a couple hours later they delivered a baby that was like the same 
like the same age, you know, the same term. And it's like, well, in this case, they want it. So we're going to do everything we can. Like it was a premature birth. We're going to do everything we can to save it. And in this case, they don't want it. So it's just like, you know, we're going to pretend like it, it doesn't exist. And it's just garbage. It's fucking crazy to me. Um, good luck changing my mind on this. Um, I do hope that, you know, nobody finds themselves in these situations where you're you have to you have to make a decision like this and you're contemplating something like that i don't want to take it lightly um i just find your arguments like very unconvincing and it, it always comes down to a matter of like convenience when you re- when you really get right down to it um that's why when somebody gets pregnant we congratulate them. It's like, Oh, congratulations. You're having a baby. It's not like, Oh, congratulations. You're having, you get, you got like a clump of cells in you. No, no, it's, it's congratulations. If they want it, if they don't want it, they either don't tell you or it's like, Oh, okay. Like, well, I support your decision, whatever you want to do. Um, I don't know. It's, it's very weird how we treat this as a civilization and, Maybe if we stop devolving into like the dumbest fucking uh, species on the earth in like a couple hundred years or something, we'll look back on this and with a lot of regret. I don't know. Anyway, I know you got to get going and we're, we're about to get kicked off from our, our free 40 minute second 40 minute zoom thing. So anything you got coming up, anything you got to plug, this is going to be our only episode this week. No, uh, not really. Um, I got a couple things going on, but nothing, nothing I'm uh, announcing just yet. All right. Well, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at pedal fiction. Give me your best pro choice arguments. I'd love to hear them. If I, I'm sure I've probably heard them all already, but go ahead and try to change my mind on this. I, I'd love to hear, you know, if you have an interesting argument, I'd love to hear it. Just don't come at me with like emotional hysteria stuff. Cause I'll probably just make fun of you. <laughs> That's, usually those are the dumbest fucking arguments uh like the government drafting your body uh to have babies but at pedal fiction on twitter you can become a supporting listener of the show go to pedalingfictionpodcast.com private facebook group while it's still up i bet there's some really good memes in there i haven't checked it in a while but uh the best meme stream on the internet yeah like i said this is gonna be our last episode this week it's just a crazy week and we'll be back on tuesday with a brand new episode for you guys until then you know the drill just keep on pedaling that so-called fiction peace